morning. This is Hap May with Illegal Play. And I'm Chelsea Alazi. Um, Hap, today I would like to talk about prenups. All right. Okay. So we are a, a tax firm, business firm. Um, how do prenups come into this? Well, prenups come prenups come in for a lot of reasons. There, there are there are you know tax reasons to do prenups. There are also estate planning reasons to do prenups. Prenups, and we'll, we'll talk about postnups as well. Partition agreements, which are all kind of the, the, the general category of agreements among married people uh, as to how to uh, classify and, and own assets. Uh, but they have tax consequences. They have, as I said, I said the state estate planning consequences. Uh, and I mean, they do have divorce consequences as a result. Right. And I think, I think most people, when they think of prenups is like, oh, okay, this is if you're, if you're planning to get married and, and at least one of the, the parties getting married has lots of assets, property, money, retirement accounts. And they're like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm about to get married. And I want, I just want to make sure in, in the event of divorce, you know, that I don't have to give everything over. Uh, and, and, and I think, I think that's probably one of the, 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 the reluctances that people have that are either 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 are married or are getting married is as well i don't want to plan for my divorce and and i'll admit hap so this happened to me um i i am married and it's my husband's second marriage my first and he insisted that we enter into a prenup and there are some emotions there i mean he was very straightforward about it and i just couldn't couldn't wrap my head around it because i was like well okay you're asking me to sign something planning for a divorce, but I don't want to get married with that even as a possibility in my mind, except he's kind of like, no, let's be realistic. It's, it is, it is a possibility, however remote, but he wanted to plan for that. And it took some negotiation on our part to figure out exactly what terms could be in there that made him feel secure versus what terms made me feel I guess and, better and, about entering into the and, process. And that, that's how, and, and, and it's, it's more than just divorce though particularly for those people who have children from prior marriages that may want to take their estate and, you know, divide it between spouse number two, three or four uh, in the process, you know, and their children from prior marriage. And there is a prenup that exists in this Texas statutes. The state government has decided what will happen, you know, to your property and if you're perfectly happy with the way the state government has designed your estate to be handled you don't need a prenup however if you want to take into some other considerations and you don't want the government basically to tell you how your property is going to be divided uh either in a divorce or in a in a, in a probate in a probate you know maybe you should down and take a look at it well, in Texas is one of the, the community property states, one of, uh, I right. think it's a minority uh, jurisdiction in, in the United States. Well, there, where yeah, there are, yeah, essentially, essentially, I mean, if I remember right, they, they are, uh, I mean, California and Texas are both the, the, the biggest of the community property states. Idaho's in there. Idaho got in there somehow. Washington. I think uh, New Mexico, Nevada, and uh, Arizona, our community property states. And just for a little history lesson, the concept of community property is a Spanish law concept. So those, those uh, 
portions of the United States that were once part of Spain and later part of Mexico before they became part of the United States is where the the, the origins of the common the, the community property law comes from. Um, and there there is in Texas this community property law. Now, when you when you study California law, you realize that they're both community property states, but there are a bunch of differences between them. But nonetheless, Texas is is a community property state. Uh, property acquired during the marriage is generally community property. Now, a lot of people think that that, that means, well, each of them own half. Not necessarily true. In the case of a probate and a death, that it is it is it, it, it each half. The, the estate and the deceased spouse owns half. The uh, uh, surviving spouse owns half. But in a divorce, the courts can divide that in a uh, equitable manner. Right, and so the, that's interesting that you say that because one thing some people might think, like let's take the house for example, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll use my, my scenario where my husband purchased the house we're living in and the title and everything is in his name. He is the only one that signed off on the documents. Um, but we're married and we've been living in the house together. We, we moved into the house together and I have uh, put in, you know, effort. I've, I've had contractors come over. I've been there to, you know, paint and, and do and, and kind of just help with the household things. Would I have interest in the house in a divorce? The answer is probably no. I mean, it's, it's origin of title happened before the marriage. So that is his house. You may be entitled to reimbursement for some of the improvements you have made or payments you have made on the mortgage. You have to take into consideration the fact you also got to live there. So there's kind of this rent factor, improvement factor. So so there's 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 some things to discuss with about that. that but right. that but that origin of title is you know uh, whether that happened before marriage or after marriage is uh, the key determining whether it's separate property or is community property. Now bring in a, a prenuptial agreement where you can change whatever you want about that scenario and say, no, we, yeah. we there, there, should, there shall be no room. Anything, you know, that, that went into the house, anything regarding the house is his separately. Or I can say only in the event of divorce, that, that in the event of death, if we're still married, you know, I don't want this, anything in the prenup to, to exist. And I want what's, what would be rightfully mine under um, airship laws of Texas. Right, right. So, or yes, I mean, all of that can be incorporated into a prenup. Now, a prenup is sort of before you get married. Correct. And that's basically this says, uh, this is mine, this is yours. Maybe it contemplates having some community property. Maybe it's written in such a way so that you'll never have community property. Right. In the process, so that's 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 uh, things to consider, you know, with regard to that. There are partition agreements and postnup agreements which happen after marriage. And we did one recently for some clients, a partition agreement. We have yes. And what was the scenario with them? Oh, uh, they had certain assets they wanted to divide up, as what was his, what was hers. Uh, they are concerned that it, it, at some point in the time in the future that they will have some credit problems. Their prenup was executed in 
not a, not the United States. Well, there was there was it was it was, it was actually actually, actually in, in that in that case there was a they had a the effect of a prenup mm -hmm. in a foreign jurisdiction. Got it. Okay. Basically, they made elections in that foreign jurisdiction. They came to the United States, and when they came to the United States, they wanted to make it clear that they had separate property. So they did so it's something a little unusual. It, it is it is more of a confirmation of a prenup agreement that sort of recited the fact they did that. So that 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 was that that was it. And 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 that was a situation where I mean they were worried about whether they had creditors or not. And they wanted to make sure that that the creditors who may have some claim to community property, which is 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 you know depending on whether a contract claimant uh, in which case, I mean, I think they get half of the community property or a tort claimant, which they may be able to take all of the community property. These are, these are people who might get judgments mm -hmm. against one or both of the spouses. Uh, but they can't touch the separate property. So that's one of the reasons is to, to have, you know, a, a you know, marital agreement, prenup, postnup, partition, is to make sure that your assets are not vulnerable to the other spouses creditors uh, and that's that's quite common which may include the united states government and the irs and the irs will recognize valid state law marital agreements so if a husband and wife are married and they have a a, a partition or uh post-nup agreement that segregates out the uh, assets, and it wasn't done the hour before the IRS levied or after the IRS had started levying. So, so there, there are some fraudulent advance issues that pop mm -hmm. up there. But if somebody does that early at the prenup stage, or you know, early or post-nup before there is a problem, then you can, you can avoid having these problems by having separate property interests as opposed to married property. I mean, so that somebody could say, I want to marry you, but I don't want to marry your creditors. And when we can figure out how to make that work. Yeah, right. Because uh, you know, I mean, I, I hate to see it when two people are in love and want to get married, but, you know, he's got an IRS debt, so I'm like, I, I can't marry him, you know. Yeah. Uh, or uh, or even if you don't have an IRS debt, but, but you just think that keeping your finances separately is a good idea. Right. I ask you, you know, if, if I was going to be married filing separately um you know could could we could we make it very clear to any agencies that's his property his assets his income this is my property my assets income even though we live in a community property state yeah yeah the, the answer to that of course the, the primary rule in texas different in california but in texas is money earned on separate property is community property so if a let's say wife who was had been married before and has had had a career and now she's, she's getting married again and she has a large portfolio of investment income that she lives off of uh gets married without a uh or a you know, partition agreement then the money that she makes uh off her investments is community property and if you decide to do a married filing separate return, half of it, that income goes on her return, half of it goes on his return. And if there's a prenup involved, which says, no, no, anything I earn right. is mine, anything you earn is yours, 
then that's the evidence you can give to the IRS saying we're we're not sharing this income. That's one or two paragraphs in, in a, uh, a post up partition. Yeah. And, okay. and, that, and that's, that's uh, so some interesting statistics. I mean that 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 uh, uh, I, I have always argued when people debate about have this reluctance to enter into into a prenup besides the fact state government is going to draft one for you if you don't do it, is that, you know, people that can sit down and kind of draw lines and says, this is mine, this is yours, and this is ours. And people who can go through a process and, 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 and uh, rationally do that, you know, uh, are more likely to succeed as, as, as partners and as, as spouses and stuff like that. So, so that if, if uh, you can kind of define that up front. Also, an interesting statistic is people who have prenup agreements are far less likely to get divorced than people who don't. Now, is, is there any reason why that might be? Well, that one, one of the reasons why is, generally speaking, most prenups are situations Second marriages, people are older, and and the older people get the less likely they are to get divorced, and 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 we we typically do those because there are children from the first marriage, and we get into the second marriage, and want to be some some, you know, uh, you know, uh, clarity as to what's going to go to the kids and what's going to go to the spouse. I will. I, I think I agree with you. In in my case, like I said, it was there was some emotional turbulence in the in the months leading up to it, and the conversations you know being had with with my partner, my now husband, um, where I had to I had to learn and, and kind of say, okay, well, if this is what's going to make him feel comfortable, if this is what's going to make him feel you know at e more at ease, you know, going into a long term marriage with me, then I should respect that. And there should be compromises and, you know, at least we can agree on what, what he wants to have included in this agreement that I can say, okay, you know, I respect that. And I can, I can agree to that versus the language in there that, you know, made me feel comfortable. And it was a compromise. And I think if, if you can go into the marriage with that at, attitude of compromise and, and I guess, um, practicality of what may come and knowing that there may be hurdles up ahead, including some unforeseen predators, which are going to, you know, put strain right. on the relationship. Right. Um, I think you're right that there's just, you, you, you just kind of have more solid footing going into the yeah. marriage. And, and combine the discussion of this along with the discussion of wills, because the other opportunity you have to direct where your, your property is going to go is in your will. And, and in that you've got to decide, you know, kids from a prior marriage, kids from the current marriage, you know, or the spouse. How do I allocate? How do I allocate my assets and look at what you know, in from from the prenup, postnup, what of it is I have to give, you know, versus uh, with this with, or, or is it all just community property for which the spouse is going to get half anyway? Mm -hmm. uh, and and in, in addition to that, you know, look at life insurance. I mean, it may be that I want to give the business that I have. To my son, I don't have a son, but I'm giving it to my imaginary son. Maybe my maybe my grandson would be ready to take over the business. So you know, at, 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 at that time. and I want to give that to I get want to give the business to him. But that's the bulk of the assets. I'm not leaving my wife with much. So 
I have a life insurance policy. Okay. You know, that was the idea that, uh, so I've got a, I've got a, maybe I've got a post up that says the business is mine. I give it a vote. I want to take care of my, take care of my, my, my spouse. So I have a life insurance policy in the process. Uh, you know, or, or, or maybe, maybe the, the, the big value is in my, my, my house or my ranch, you know, and I want my wife to stay there, you know, after I go. So I have a life insurance policy that gives money to the, to the kids in the process. So that's, that's just a technique to kind of balance out you know, what, uh, uh, whatever competing interests there are. What you think is fair, right. you know, what everybody thinks would be fair at the end of the day. Right. But it sounds to me that there's a lot, of, a lot of different angles, a lot of different, you know, paths you can take. And uh, we, we do that. We do that here in our office. We do, we, we do all of them. Yeah. So yeah. Um, today was kind of focused on prenups, but uh, we do wills and, and we guide people in, in life insurance and, and uh, yeah, life, I mean, life insurance trust. Key man insurance trust. policies. Yes, there's all, there's buy, all, buyout divisions. All kinds and, of things. It's all part of the whole complicated process we have. We have you know, children and spouses and properties and business and, and uh, uh, you know, the last thing we want to do is fight over them. So it's kind of, you know. Or give it all to the IRS. Yeah, well, that, that, that's true. That's true. Uh, you know, so it's kind of good to maybe talk about these things early and kind of figure out what, uh, you know, what, what the landscape looks like and use the tools like prenup, postnups, uh, partition agreements, life insurance, wills, uh, some other techniques so, just just how to you know you know protect yourself at the same point in time you know be fair all right well thanks for your time today right. Matt. Matt may with a legal play thank you